0: okay you ready Mm -hmm. hi i'm taylor and i'm maddie and it's time for another episode of sisters who posh we are two sisters who recently joined the poshmark app and are getting started on our reselling journey we will be sharing our best tips and tricks along the way as well as setting goals and updating our progress as we turn our hobby into profits Hello, hello. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Sisters Who Posh. This week, as promised, we will be talking everything, Christmas, the holidays. What's the plan? What's going on? Well, I'm looking at our outline here, and we do have a lot of updates, so promises, I guess. Just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, we're planning to talk about Christmas this week. We're both traveling back to Wisconsin, and... What's gonna happen with our Posh Marks? We'll let you know. <laughs> but before we get into all of that, what's going on this week? Well, I guess the first update for both of us is our sales the first week of December were like a little slow, but yeah. this last week it seems like it's picked up a little bit. It's been a lot better. Um, yeah. More like, you know, what we were kind of used to doing for sales typically. So we're happy about that. And then one update that I was really excited to tell you about is in our driving sales for the holiday season episode, we talked about like picking up some like Christmas items, Christmas sweaters. And we even, I think, gave a warning of don't do it too close to Christmas because, (laughs) you know, after a certain point, these items have an expiration date. Like they then if they don't sell right. before Christmas, you're gonna be hanging on to them for the whole year until next year. So I've taken that our advice, and I had sourced a few different like Christmas sweaters in November, and I sold a few of them. like they were actually, you know, pretty quick flips on most of them. So a little later in November, I had picked up like one or two more. Yeah, and I kind of knew that was kind of against our advice of. <laughs> maybe pushing it a little too much because i only have a couple weeks to sell them but the other ones had sold pretty fast so i was like okay i'll try it and i found a christmas cardigan at the bins it has like a christmas tree an angel like embroidered onto it like snowflakes like very christmas and right. i was starting to get worried because it hadn't sold yet and had been getting a lot of likes but no one was pulling the trigger and it finally sold i think last thursday Ooh, nice which like Thursday, I think Friday was the last day at the post office where they were like recommending shipping things and having it still be there for Christmas. So I was like, yes, right at the buzzer. <laughs> <laughs> so it's sold. The only sad part about that is um, our sister Macy Texted me a screenshot showing that it, that sweater had sold. She was like, Dang it, I was gonna see if you could bring this back so I could wear it for Christmas. Oh, <laughs> I'm like, <no>. It's gone. <laughs> I told her, I was like, I already thought of that. I'm like, I was gonna bring it back if it didn't sell. One of us is wearing it. Like oh, someone yeah. To enjoy it this year, but Definitely. it's sold just in time. So that was exciting. Awesome. Other than that, just the sales have been really good this last week. Like I said, like the first week, I had a couple sales days that were like, really rough for me, especially being full-time, where I was only making, like, not very much per day a few of the days last Just like week. like, a couple of sales, yeah. Yeah. And then this week, for the last eight days, my, like, lowest sales day was $110. And then, oh, wow. like, a few of the days were, like, way higher of that. One was, like, close to $300. So that was really exciting. I was pumped, and I feel nice. like a little bit more back on track, but I do have a little bit of work to do this week to... Get ready before our trip. So I'm glad we're talking about this topic today. Yeah, definitely. Finishing out the year strong. Finishing out the year strong. That's the hope. Another update is I did a little personal thrifting this week. My husband and I had gotten some pictures taken recently of us and a couple with our dog that we were gonna use for a Christmas card. Also just to have some updated pics of us. Yeah. Um, our like photographer from our wedding, shout out. Carly Mickelson Photography. She um, was in Arizona <laughs> doing some other shoots for some other people, so we got to meet up with her. And so I had some new pictures, so that inspired me to do some printing off of some pics that we've taken in the last you know, six months and yeah. get some more decorations hung up around my house. But obviously I'm cheap, so the best place to go to get some picture frames is Goodwill. I went there and got like a whole bunch of pictures frames. Got some prints printed off at Walgreens for pretty cheap. There they are always, like, really good Walgreens coupons, too, if you're oh, thrifty yeah. like us. Never pay full price for the prints at Walgreens. Always do a <laughs> quick Google. I think I found, like, 60% off yeah. for all the prints. And then I got all the frames. Like, I think the most expensive frame was, like, $2. And then I had my oh, 20% nice. off coupon, too. And got them all framed and got some new pictures up around the house, which was feeling good. And then I had a little bit of a hack that I wanted to share on the podcast too, because this could come in handy for reselling as well. If you ever have like hard goods, like home decor or picture frames, I was buying also like earlier this year, like a lot of like Christmas decorations for my house for this holiday Mm, season. And those Goodwill stickers are very <laughs> sticky and always so hard to peel off on all the picture frames I bought they had it stuck right on the front glass so it's not like somewhere that you can even just ignore it you have to like deal with it mm, yeah and for christmas i had bought some like candle holders and different things that had the goodwill sticker like in a super obvious place too and also i feel like sometimes when you buy stuff from TJ Maxx like they always put their stickers in the worst spots too and they're so hard to peel off yeah, yeah if a, a little bit of a trick that worked really well is I have my steamer that I use for like steaming clothes. And if you just like run the steamer over where the sticker is like on the picture frame, the price tag, it like heats up the adhesive enough where you can peel it off like so easily, like don't have to pick at it at Ooh. all. It basically just like falls off. Like you just like lift up the edge and it came out, came off perfectly. So if you nice. ever find like home decor or something that you're wanting to sell Or even just for, like, personal use. If you find something cute that you want to put in your house, don't let the sticker deter you if you have that. If you have, like, a steamer or, like, a mini hand steamer, that does the trick. Yeah, I feel like that always happens with sunglasses from Target or whatever. Yeah. How they put the little sticker, like, it's, like, a circle around it. Yes. And it, like, never comes off, I swear. So. Yeah. Good to know. you you (laughs) think that, like, they would put it, like, a little more subtle of a spot sometimes but i guess i don't know i don't know hey, they don't. they're they just trying to get their job done <laughs> yeah but like really the front glass of the picture frame they couldn't put it on the back like <laughs> they're like we know we need this front and center but yeah Agreed. so that's a little life hack for you all that, that's nice. free free for you <laughs> what's new with you this week kind of a lot i have a lot of updates this week i had some homework from last episode to do the case study that you <gasps> had done Yes. So in the last episode you had talked about looking at the last hundred sales you had made and figuring out how many had a stock photo, like as the cover photo, a stock photo, hanger photo, modeling, or flat lay. Yeah, I was just dying to see what my results were after yours. (laughs) So I did the same hundred sale like my last hundred sales, mine were fifty-eight stock photos, twenty hanger photos. 14 modeling, and eight flat lays. So hmm. I, I'm i not that surprised that like the stock photos is so high for me just since like Play-Dohs is my main spot that I'm getting inventory and I'm picking up pieces that are like easy to find a stock photo for typically. Yeah. So that doesn't surprise me. I'm kind of surprised I had 20 of the hanger ones. So yeah, I feel like I try not to do that. I mean, more recently in the last like month or so, where if I can't find the stock photo, I'll do like a modeling photo. I'm mm-hmm. Kind of surprised that I still had 20 hanger photos, but you more started doing the modeling like instead of a hanger photo within like the last quarter for sure. I would say, right? Right. Yeah. Definitely. So that makes sense that there might still be like hanger photos There's... lurking around from before too. Um, yeah. It is surprising there's 20, that's like one fifth. (laughs) I know it makes me happy that modeling had an appearance on this list. The 14 sold like are definitely, those are recent modeling pictures I've taken. So it's nice to see those. I think definitely we should do this again in a couple months and see how they fluctuate because I think my modeling is going to go up and I think yours because yours was half modeling and I think yours is probably even going to increase more I think there's something to the modeling and I think even your results even though modeling falls third so you might at a glance look at it and be like oh it's not working but if you consider I feel like the ratio of modeling in your closet is probably pretty low overall right now yeah um you just started doing it more recently so like the fact that it is getting up there with the hanger photos which you've been doing for almost two years that is kind of crazy right you know definitely yeah and if you start at the top of my solds those 14 modelings are like recent you know what i mean yeah they're they're things that have sold pretty quickly yeah
1: that was really fun to
0: see definitely got to do more case studies yeah (laughs) we'll do like a six month update or something in the spring and let you know yeah if we're still standing by the modeling, or if we're fall, letting it fall by the wayside. <laughs> yeah. So, my next update when I was editing the last week's episode, I heard myself talk about these mother jeans that I got for $4 at Thrift Store that I was bringing to Buffalo last week, right? Yes. So then yesterday, I was outsourcing and I got another pair of mother jeans. And I was like, oh, I wonder if it's a style I've had before so I can copy the description and stuff when I'm listing it. And the mother jeans that I talked about last week for $4 was nowhere in sight. And I was freaking out like, what? That's why they haven't sold. They're not even here. Like, what's going on? And then a couple hours later, I had the realization that they were actually good American jeans. <laughs> and like, oh, they, they yeah. definitely are listed. They haven't gotten lost in the shuffle. I just like misspoke on the brand. Wow. It's just like, got yeah, my heart racing that, the inventory of it all, like missing items and not having them listed and stuff like that. So today I have been working on doing that, going through all my inventory and making sure they're all listed in my closet, doing a quick check on like the sizes. And if there's any that aren't listed, putting them to the side, or if there's any that maybe were sold on Mercari or something, like making it not for sale on Poshmark. So I've made it through all of the pants, jeans, shorts, skirts, any bottoms of my closet. Did you find a I'm so curious how many you found. I found one pair of jeans that were not listed. I think I got them like within the last month. So I think I accidentally put them away before I, they were like complete but they weren't yeah but they were just in the inventory so I've pulled those out and then I did find one pair of jeans that I had the size wrong (laughs) so like I had a picture of the tag with the size and said 26 but I had the list as like 28 so that could have definitely caused some confusion and potentially a case on the back (laughs) Yeah. so I'm glad I caught that haven't made it through the shirts yet so We'll see if there's any other stragglers there. I've also kind of just like outgrown my inventory system. I definitely have room in the closet where I keep everything, but I don't have enough hangers and I don't have enough The storage solutions of it all. Yeah. So I ended up just stacking, kind of how you do, stacking um, some jeans just like on a shelf in the closet. And I put all of the American Eagle jeans I have and Madewell jeans in a big stack. Just so if I sell one of those brands, I can just grab the whole stack down and like find the specific one. And then the rest of the jeans easily fit where the jeans are supposed to fit basically. Hmm. So I'm working on that. I don't know if you're aware, but Target has been having a shortage or something of hangers because I've been trying to get just more of those white hangers that are like $3 for a pack of 18 for like weeks. I bought, I like ordered them a while ago and then they were on back order and they weren't supposed to come for like a few weeks. And then I was like, well, I'll just try to get them somewhere else. I may be going to Walmart tonight to try to get some, to help hang up some more items. And then another update this week, my husband Bjorn got me for Christmas, this phone sanitizer thing that like with a UV light, it sanitizes your phone And I opened it last night and was so excited to use it. But then I was like a little scared that it was gonna like accidentally break my phone or something, (laughs) like just a little paranoid. (laughs) So we like back up all of our pictures onto his computer just so if something were to happen, we'd have them. I was like, oh, can you just back up my phone before I do it just in case? So he's like, oh yeah, okay. (laughs) He plugs it in. and it's calculating like how many pictures it has to add (laughs) to the computer and it's like 1,000, (laughs) 2,000 like the number is climbing and he's like yeah you got to go through your pictures before you do this because (laughs) I don't have enough room on the computer (laughs) yeah he was like then the computer's not gonna have enough space but um which then we back up the computer to another thing but That's a whole other thing. Yeah. So last night when we were watching the show, I spent some time deleting out some pictures on my phone and I went from 10,000 to 7,000, just deleting big chunks of like Poshmark pictures, nothing else. (laughs) It only took it like 10 minutes too, because it's so obvious to find when there's like, oh, there's a hundred pictures of me modeling clothes that I've already listed or whatever. Yeah. So that's always a fun task as a reseller of the photos on your phone of it all. Also, when I was I was taking some new pictures today, and my phone was like, "You can't take any more pictures." Yeah, because <laughs> they were still in the like recently deleted. <laughs> so now I have some more room, but that's always a fun task of like try- oh, trying to get horrible. some storage. I've gotten that message before too. One tip that I didn't know—I'm sure you probably already know this—but In, like, your camera roll, if you have an iPhone, you can just, like, click the first one and then drag, and it'll start, like, auto-selecting them all with your finger. That helps save a lot of time. Oh, yeah. Rather than clicking them all one by one. I can't. Usually for the photo sessions, they are all in a big group like that, so then you can get, like, a batch of, like, 100 photos, like, all at once. Definitely. But, yeah, it is horrible. I know, and that's, like, one thing I don't really know how how you get around that as a reseller because it's so easy to take the pictures just on your phone. But right. then if you're not good about just, like, deleting them, like, as soon as they're listed, well then I the roll. Yeah. And then I'm like, I might just cross-list these to Mercari, too. So then I leave them. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm like, I might list them to Mercari, like, during the week. And then they just get pushed back. And then <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you have a million photos on your phone. But, that's where I feel like it's almost worth it to decide like okay maybe I should look into one of those list perfectly or vendu or one of those to like cross list that way you don't have to like, save all the photos yeah. or like just have a good routine of being like if I'm on these platforms I'm committed and yeah. I'm it as I'm listing the item just so because yeah you don't want to have to re-photograph anything or like take screenshots Find of it or them. something right yeah it's definitely motivating me to like just cross list in the moment yeah I also today have been trying it, how you were saying how you, um, when you make a new listing, how you put all the photos in a draft and then like, you don't like write anything out, but you get them all organized. I've been doing that. And even with the one item that i found that isn't listed, I just took a picture of the the style tag or whatever Mm -hmm. and put it as a draft. So it'll be staring me in the face to relist. So I can't just forget about it. A lot of times I'm doing my Poshmark tasks on the weekend. Yeah the week takes over. I'm working on my full-time job and I totally forget about the few things I thought I was going to do during the week, you know, and Mm -hmm. then they just get lost in the camera roll. So I think that's also going to help just keep everything organized in the drafts. Yeah, no, I like doing that. And then it's nice too, to be able to switch over to like a laptop and do all the typing really fast. I feel like, yeah, I mean, you can do it either way. Still on your phone or on a computer, obviously, but I like the combo of like, okay, I use my phone. I like take all the pictures and edit them, make all the drafts on my phone because it's pretty fast. And then I like can also use the pro side of being able to type a lot faster on like a keyboard, keyboard, right. a laptop, write the descriptions and uh, even finding stock photos. I like doing on the computer too faster because mm, I don't know. Makes sense. I'm able to cruise a little bit and get get it all done yeah. in like one sit sit down session. I'm typically watching a show on my computer, so that's why I don't do it. But I, you did send me a picture. Oh, you just got a separate little tab, yeah. like not even tab, like a little window, so that way you yeah. can just have a little show playing on the side, side by you know? side. Yeah, or pop something on the TV and then right just lounge it out on the couch. But and then I have one other update. I went back to Play-Dohs this week and it had been maybe two weeks (laughs) and i had to go because they're running their sale where it was like 50 percent off all clearance and then it'll kind of bump up over the next couple weeks i think last time i they had a sale like this they had nothing on sale (laughs) like i feel like it was not as big of a hit yesterday i just have to report it was great they had a ton of stuff in the clearance a lot of things that I probably wouldn't have got if they were at the full price but at the half price it was more reasonable that I could make a good flip on it so a couple of things I got were for the first time I found Levi's rib cage jeans that were flares and I thought from talking to you that those were like a good style and I looked up the comps and got really excited I sent it to you too and you're like oh definitely 100% need so that was exciting. I found another Patagonia that they had it marked at $30 and it wasn't as exciting as the style. So I had seen it recently and didn't buy it, but they had it half off now for <gasps> $15. Come on, a little sweater shave, good to go. Come on, good as new. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and then I found some revised jeans, new with tag, which is always fun. I found this Free People sweater that I just like thought was a cute sweater and a good style, and I was photographing it today, and it was new with tags. I didn't even notice. So, <laughs> what that was a fun little surprise. Yeah, so it was it was fun to get some new items and hopefully finish out the year. Woohoo! All right, so our next segment is our listener Q and A. This week we received a question. And it says, hey, Taylor and Maddie, still loving the podcast. It gives me something to look forward to on my drive to work. I have a question about taxes for Poshmark. I heard rumors that they would be sending W-2s to sellers. Is this true? Any advice on taxes would be greatly appreciated. So we're glad you asked because this is the perfect segue into our Posh News Update. We'll give you an update on what's going on in the Poshmark app, any new features, or what's going on in the reseller community. All right. So like we said, we've seen (laughs) murmurs about this on a few different platforms that in the future here, there'll be some differences when it comes to like, I guess the IRS involvement with being a seller online. Right. I think the first place I we originally saw something about getting like an actual like tax form from a selling platform was actually, I saw earlier this year that Venmo had announced that starting in 2022, if you earn more than $600 on Venmo or do more than $600 of transactions on Venmo, then they'll give you like a, is it a W-9? It's going to be like telling the IRS that you made this year and this is your social security number. You know what I mean? Got it. Yeah. So then you're kind of on record that you were selling on these platforms. So then if you don't do your taxes and say you made this on Mercari or whatever, then the IRS is going to be like, hey, what's going on? Something does not match up. Yeah, (laughs) So they're going to get to the bottom of it. So we both feel like, you know, if you're making money on a selling platform that you should file your taxes and make sure you do your research, you're paying anything you need to owe on that just so you don't get in trouble later. Uh, But yeah, so that is like a change because previously Venmo hadn't been really doing anything with sending an official form with their ID saying that, you know, this seller- had had made money using their service and the Venmo one is like kind of interesting to think about because you know a lot of times people use Venmo paying each other back for things so it's like I don't know how does that work yeah it's confusing and I know like especially on Facebook marketplace like when I was doing my furniture flips I was using uh, Venmo quite a bit like people would pay me on there with that so just something to consider and then The big one recently is that Mercari came out and basically said the same thing. For 2022, they'll be also sending a W-9 if you make, I think, the same amount over $600. I don't know if something, like, changed legally where, like, now these platforms are obligated to do this or something, but kind of seems like it. Yeah, definitely. So, yeah, I think in Mercari, in the app, there's a little spot where they're like, hey, if you want to get ahead – and complete the information that they'll need for 2022, you can do that now. So you don't have to worry about it during the year. Again, we're not giving tax advice here. Definitely, you know, do Do your your own research. research. Do your research. Yeah. Yes. But... Our plan for 2021 is to use TurboTax again. We've been using it for the last few years, like we've said, you know, running our reports from Poshmark or other sites that we've made sales on. We track our expenses and then... TurboTax is really user-friendly of,
1: okay, yeah, you, you just, it this
0: much and then add up all your receipts and then they ask you a few other prompts that maybe you hadn't considered that maybe would be something you could... exactly. Uh, that are expenses that you don't think of right away yeah i guess the only other thing i was going to say is that from what i've seen it seems like this is all more for the future for 2022 especially like you know you'll need to make sure you're keeping track of all this and if you do have business expenses which if you are a poshmark reseller you obviously things that you're buying for your business or shipping supplies so you do want to keep track of all of that because you're able to kind of write some of that off. That's going to be in your benefit for how much you owe. Definitely. Yeah. So that those those news updates about Venmo and Mercari. And I don't know if Poshmark will. I, I guess I haven't Follow seen that they've said yeah. similar. But it seems like something that a lot of the platforms are doing. So um, I wouldn't be surprised if they sent out a similar email and we just missed it. Or if we're uh, hearing from them about that soon. But either way, really good question. And Yeah. yeah. Ties into the news. Definitely. Updates. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So that brings us to the heart of the episode. We didn't lie. We're actually doing it this week. We're talking about Christmas. After two weeks of waiting, we are finally here with our Christmas prep and planning. Yes. So we are recording this the weekend before Christmas so Christmas is about a week out at this point yeah and holidays are here yeah the holidays are in full swing I mean (laughs) living in the south though this is my first Christmas season in warmer weather it is weird like how do you get into the holiday spirit (laughs) yeah it's weird that was like one of the big things when we moved to Arizona a couple years ago it was like it is so just different without the snow when you're used to growing up with a white Christmas and all of yeah. that. I think, like, in my neighborhood, people try to go a little more all out with the lights and the inflatables, I've noticed, than... Oh, yeah. Um, I think, you know, in Wisconsin, like, people put Christmas lights and stuff up, but, like, the snow also helps just give it that look. Set the you tone. Know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I am really excited for us to both to be back in Wisconsin. I think that they've been getting a lot of snow the last, like, week, so I'm sure... Yeah. There'll be a little bit of boy Christmas. Our town, our hometown, does like a big Christmas light set up down by the river. So I know that we'll probably want to walk around down there, get our fill of the Christmas lights and all of that. Oh, yeah. But before we fly back later this week, we have some prep to do for our businesses. Definitely. So what's on the to-do list before the plane takes off? <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm feeling a little bit like double whammy right now because we, you know we me and me and Rick have had some family in town this week, which is so fun. But I've been like on Christmas vacation. I feel like already, <laughs> <laughs> and I was doing so good. Like the first, I feel like even like the first couple weeks of December, especially the yeah. first week when my sales were slower. At least I was still being consistent. I think I went to the bins three or four times the first half of the month, which was one of my goals, which was good about yeah. I've been, I was doing really consistent 15 new listings per day. Yeah, that all stopped last week. So I <laughs> might, like I had mentioned during the what's new this week, my sales have been better, but now I'm like, oh my gosh, I need to get to the bins this week before we leave for our trip to get a few things like listed and ready to go for a while while I'm gone so that's kind of my main prep I am kind of more on this in the goals update but I'm letting go of the 600 active listings by the end of the month goal but it's like I still want to even though I might not make it all the way there I want to make sure that I'm not like falling further behind either so I want to at least maintain where I was at makes sense so what I would love to do for prep is to Go to the bins tomorrow, hopefully, stay for a couple rotations and hopefully, fingers crossed, have like a really good haul so that I could spend Tuesday and Wednesday doing like a whole bunch of photography. And I would, what I would ideally like to do for the trip is to have the scheduled listings. So, have like 15 mm-hmm. per day go up while I'm gone. I guess backing that up a little bit, I I think I would like to put some live listings before I leave too, and then I guess with whatever I have left, split them out. Split it out number of days. Yeah, between like the (laughs) five days we're gonna be gone or whatever. So if I have that's a good idea. Even if I only have like 25 extra items that I have, like five new things a day going live, just so I I know I'm not gonna be as active on Poshmark while we're gone. So at least that'll keep showing. Staying (laughs) staying kind of plugged in there. Yeah. And then it, I have always – I've just kind of learned with being full-time, you know, even if that ma- doesn't make a huge difference, you know, people are kind of on a fence if it's, like, better to just list everything you have so, like, everything is available, available for purchase, like, right now or if it's better to have, like, a few things go live every day. But I think for me, I'm able to, like, have a more relaxing vacation and not be stressed out about the fact that, like, I don't have any PTO and I don't, right. like – you know, if I at least –
1: I feel on, like on the you'd... trips
0: that I've had where I've had, like, listings that go live, it just makes me feel like, oh, no, like, I, like, prepped for this. I'm not just, like, in the back of my mind thinking about, like, all the work I need to do when I get back. Definitely. Yeah, that's the big thing of just, like, actually being able to enjoy the time. Yeah. That you have with the family members and stuff. Yeah. So I think that's my, I guess I'll put it into numbers. So I would like to get about 50 items this week. <laughs> 25 (laughs) that I put up before we leave and then like at least five per day and if I could do more than that great love it lots of photography in your future (laughs) yeah it's gonna be a day it's gonna be like an eight hour shift of me just snapping photos all day Tuesday Wednesday (laughs) (laughs) I think I still do have a handful of things that are not listed that I already have so that will help too in case yeah um, in case it's just not happening happening at the thrift store for whatever reason (laughs) for sure but yeah that's kind of my plan what about you what are you doing this week kind of similar um finish out my inventory audit here and see if there's any other stragglers that need to be listed my goal is just to have every no death pile when i leave like everything is either in a draft or in just live That's my goal. I do have a few stragglers from a recent sourcing, and then obviously the stuff from yesterday to list. So I would like to get all that stuff up before we leave. And then I do agree because then next weekend, obviously, I won't have any new things to put up on Poshmark. So I think I'm going to commit to like taking an hour it's not going to take an hour taking 20 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Sunday morning after Christmas and doing some copy listings. Yeah. Just so I have something going on activity wise. I don't think I have enough items to list to like space it out like you, but yeah. I could consider doing that too of just even one a day, you know. <laughs> yeah. Just making sure yeah, something but- new is going live. Definitely. But my thing is just like getting my inventory as organized as possible. I feel like recently, just having more inventory, I haven't done as good of a job of like putting things away in the most organized fashion. So, figuring out this hanger shortage, finding some hangers, or just getting another like plastic tote and naming it E or whatever. Yeah. Just so So. you have it put away and organized. Exactly. So I come back, it's not like, ooh. I would also like to go to Buffalo before I go. One more try and see if I can Uh, flip a couple items. Yeah. And I still have part of my credit, too, to spend. So if I could find one more really good item and photograph it before I leave, it'd be fun to have, you know, that going over the next couple weeks. But... Yeah, that's my plan. I think besides going to Buffalo, I'm just, this is the inventory. Yeah. Um, but just kind of get organized here is the main thing. Yeah. Because when do you you leave? You have, you have a kind of a short week before the trip begins. Yeah. So I leave on Wednesday morning. I think our flight is at like 8am. So like dropping off the dog on Tuesday night. Yeah. So it's going to come quick here. By the time this episode comes out, like you're pretty much on vacation. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Um yeah, we we're not leaving until like we're not traveling really till Christmas Eve, so Oh yeah. um couple more yeah, but I know the week's going to go fast cuz it's like also outside of reselling, it's like I got to make sure like everything's like wrapped, making sure that anything that we like are bringing for gifts like packed yeah. and, ready to go and all that, so going to be a busy week. But then we can be on total vacation mode next week. For sure. Well, that is comes to our next bullet point. What is the plan while you're traveling? Are you going to go on vacation mode? Are you going to be checking in, sending offers? Yeah. What's your plan? So the plan is I don't think I'm going to go on vacation mode personally, um just because like I said we're leaving actually on Friday. So yeah. I'm going to do a, la- a late Thursday night drop off. And then I think like with the holiday weekend, yeah, that kind of buys you like a little bit of extra like business days when it comes down to it. So I think by the time we return from the trip, it's actually not too many days where I, I might get some of the shipping reminders, but I don't even think I'll get a final shipping right. reminder. I've never done this, but I've seen other closets where, you know, if you're not planning to actually go on full vacation mode meaning like you're turning your closet off like people can't purchase something I've seen people make like a almost like when we have a sale and we make like a little fake listing as like a little storefront sign for your closet that says like hey I'm out of town like I'll be shipping all orders will ship on this date I haven't Mm -hmm. ever done that before but I that would be something I would consider just letting people know like hey like all these will be shipped on Wednesday the 29th or whatever it is Just so people kind of have a heads up, so they're not like gonna expect that you're shipping it out next day. All of that still falls, I think, within the amount of days that I technically have with Poshmark to ship before an order would be canceled. So I'm not planning to do vacation. Yeah. What about you? Me neither. Again, with the holidays, I I think I'll be okay too without turning it on vacation mode. So yeah, that's That's my plan too. Leave it on and still try to be somewhat active of like sharing your closet sending off or responding I mean obviously like if someone asks for measurements we'll have to say like oh I can measure it when I get back or you know if it's something that we can't answer right there but my plan is to try to keep things moving as much as possible but also like if we're doing a family thing, not being like, oh, I need to like do this poshmark thing right now. Yeah. So, I think I'm the exact same as you for like the sharing of the closet. I'm still using the like VA thing right now, so all of that will at least still be scheduled and running, so mm-hmm. I won't have to worry about that. Yeah. The only with the like, but I still like to follow up and like send a message, you know, when people like an item and like with the offers and everything like that. I think my strategy for that i've been really liking you know even this week like i said we've had family in town so i haven't been like totally plugged in but i've still been making pretty good sales and what i've just been doing is like one time in the morning or like before noon at some point and then one time at night i've been using the bulk messaging feature that poshmark Mm -hmm. recently launched where if you go into the my shoppers it, you can sort it. So it lists like all the people that have recently liked your items. And it's really nice. Cause right in there, it also shows if you've ever sent them a message, but it's easy to tell if you haven't. So it'll so- show like the little dialogue message box and it'll show like a zero. So I can kind of see where I left off or like the last person that liked oh, an item yeah. and I did message and I'll just go down and hit all the people that have liked stuff in like the last 10 hours. And then I send them my offers message. That's like the, Hey girl, I'm Taylor. Like, Yeah, thanks for checking out my closet. I sent you an offer, blah blah, blah, or whatever. And then you can also in there easily add all the likes to their bundle, like we do. And if you don't have the sending offers up for you, you can also manually or in that same feature, once you have them all selected, there's a way to just send everyone like a any offer you want, just like an offers to likers. So that would be a good way to like. continue sending offers and like touching base personally with your customers, but it doesn't take you a whole lot of time as a seller, which has been really nice. Yeah. That's a really good idea, especially like right away in the morning and like at night, you won't like miss an offer that way. And then during the day, if you're like ice skating with me, you don't need to be on your phone. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Like we're going to be busy, but before we go ice skating, we can quick run down the list. And then while we're ice skating, we might You know, realize we made a few sales then. And then, same like right before you go to bed, it's an easy thing to just check, like, okay, like, who are all the people I didn't talk to yet? Like, click them all. And then it's really nice how it works too, because you don't even have to click them all again to do like the next feature you want to do. So it's like, first you click them all and first I send them a message because I'm like, that's the most important thing that I want to do to them. If I, once that's done running, it like kind of just counts them down, just like when it does the bulk sharing where it's like, one out of 25, two out of 25, three out of 25, or whatever. And then at the end of it, it'll be like, oh, do you want to do anything else with these people you clicked on? And then you can just add all the likes to the bundles right there. Um, Yeah. And still keep it moving. Definitely. That's like just a good tip all the time. And like regularly to be like, doing I, that. Yeah. Yeah. You should be doing that. Even if you do it, you know, even if you're doing more like, consistent, want to do it more than like twice a day or whatever. It's still not even if you every like three or four hours go in there and do that. It's still faster. Yeah. Than clicking on everyone one by one and like finding their bundle, switching it to shop mode or whatever, sell view. Right. And doing it that way. Uh, the only thing that gets a little, I think one thing that's been working for me with making sales is like if you send them an offer and then you notice that they like start liking a few other things from your closet after that, then you kind of want to make sure you're like still keeping an eye on what's going on of like, if they added more items, I have still a keyboard text replacement from one of the times when I ran a sale. It's, I use it in the situation. If people like one item and then I send them a message and then they start like liking other items or adding other things to their bundle, but then they kind of just like stop and don't ever send me an offer. Then sometimes I'll send them an offer. And then I use this text replacement thing that I've, created that I literally typed the word like adjust and then it basically just gives it like one sentence it fills in being like hey like love everything you picked out I sent you an offer on your liked items but let me know if you want to like switch anything out or make adjustments yeah and that way you can still be a little more personalized that way definitely and following up with people try to close the deal <laughs> love it yeah I think like that bulk all the bulk features that Poshmark came out with recently like 10 out of 10 I like use those all the time yeah yeah so so nice I I guess on Friday I know it'll be Christmas Eve but we'll probably still send out Friday offers Mm, definitely just because we still are always I feel like that always still pays off sending like basically the lowest offer you'd accept of everything on Fridays people get paid maybe even this week if for some reason you know it is the holidays so maybe even like on a random day, the following week, doing that too. Just, you know, since we're not going to be yeah. as tuned in as usual with our Poshmark, just to kind of do a catch-all. Yeah. I know. I'm, I know I talked about how I was excited that I sold that last Christmas sweater. And we still have some winter months left, so it's not like totally like we need to start worrying about all the winter items. But I feel like in the retail world, when I worked retail... It is kind of a thing like after Christmas, like the spring styles start coming out. So we kind of start up this. Do you have to kind of switch your mindset to being like, you know, when you are sending those Friday offers, be like, okay, would I want to send a better offer on some of this winter stuff just so I can sell it this season before before spring. Before it gets too warm. Right. Yeah. Yeah, It seems like. Stores start putting out like a whole swimsuit section in like Mm -hmm. January just because people are taking like a winter trip or something, or even just for the spring to get a new swimsuit. So, yeah, that is something to keep in mind. Definitely, too, of like shorts in your closet. I feel like, you know, in the last couple months, if someone sends me a pretty good offer on shorts, I've been accepting, but I might bump some of those prices up, up or be a little more swim if you have any swim like yeah or even like tank tops and stuff yeah the shift is coming it, it really is because when you think about it i know it's still cold out but it's like for the most part people have shopped already for the, their winter clothes for the season anything right. they're gonna wear this winter they have probably already bought by now unless they're looking for a really specific item but like for like you know someone's wardrobe for the season that's kind of wrapping up at this point And people are already going to start thinking about like, okay, any vacations we have or like, okay, for spring, what do we have going on this year and that kind of stuff and start refreshing their spring wardrobe starts happening for sure. If that's in full swing in like February. So it's like, yeah, definitely. Especially like, I'm sure this summer again is going to be a big wedding summer for everyone. So picking up those midi length floral dresses that people can wear as a wedding guest are going to be in demand so yeah like the sourcing mentality I feel like we've both been sourcing like tons of sweaters jackets yeah. jeans I mean jeans we're still gonna keep sourcing and stuff that's been like especially when I go to the bins like I'm looking for like vintage sweaters vintage jackets like yeah that's been like a big portion of what I've been selling and gotta figure out what the spring equivalent of that's gonna be because that's not gonna keep working forever here <laughs> right yeah yeah I guess one item I could put in the prep is me picking up those more leggings and like backup kind of clothes over the last couple months. Where I feel like in a good spot for January, that I think those are going to sell pretty well. Yeah, coming out here. One thing I think I could have done a better job of, but you did a really good job of the outdoor voices sets and yeah. um, Thanks. some of that. Yeah, no, I think if you that it's definitely not too late for that. If you can get some yeah. good activewear brands, that I think will still do well in January. I think those sell pretty well too in the summer or like yeah spring summer, just because people are doing a lot more like outdoor activities typically. Yeah, so. like the outdoor activities, and it's just more of like an outfit you could wear even just like, right. like grocery shopping or something. You know what I mean? In like a, a hotter climate, whereas in the winter people aren't. Maybe wearing that as much. They're just wearing a coat. Yeah. (laughs) You're more bundled up. Definitely. all things to consider. Yeah. I think the main thing when we get back from our trips is just shipping things out as soon as possible. (laughs) Yes. Shipping will be a focus. And probably I'm like really inspired. I'm the inventory audit that you're doing is so like something that I want to make sure I do because I'm sure I have so many more items. January yeah. than I had last January and I feel like last time I did a full inventory was almost a year ago. That and it's so easy for things to get lost in the shuffle with like copy listing yeah. or if you have a huge sourcing day like you know it just slides under a sweater and never gets listed. <laughs> so- yeah it's good to go through. I mean stores do a yearly inventory. Some stores even do it twice a year just because that comes with the territory and that's like with teams of like you know a lot of people working on managing this where it's like one-man operations with some with all these items so it's right. a good practice we think to like go through make sure everything's accounted for so you're not like just wasting money storing something that's not even listed like definitely tragedy and then also when we get back that's i don't know if we'll want i know a lot of stores after christmas do like a big sale so that might be something mm-hmm. we think about what we want to do for that as like an end of season sale haven't really yeah. talked about that too much yet. <laughs> yeah. When I get back, I'll still have a couple days off of work. So one of my plans is to go back to the Fort Worth bins over those days yes. and try to bump up my inventory even more <laughs> Yeah. to close out the year. Just since going into January, my work schedule is going to get a little more busy. So I want to yeah. make sure my posh is in the best place possible organization wise and just inventory like numbers wise since i might not be able to watch over the next couple months no i think you should like that vintage stuff is still doing so well for me in my closet like looking at the closet insights of like which brands have been selling even more than the fall recap right now it's like majority vintage for me so oh wow that's awesome checking it out This is probably a good time, too, to kind of announce the podcast. What what we're kind of thinking as far as maybe a season three. When we get back from, you know, Christmas here, we decided that we do want to take a little bit of time with our families and friends for the holidays. So we're planning to take a couple weeks off the podcast here. So there won't be new episodes for just a couple weeks. And then we'll be back launching season three in mid-January. This will kind of give us, like, a good chance... Spend time with our families and also reset, come back, share like our goals for 2022 and everything we want to accomplish next year. 2021 was such like a good year for our Posh Marks. Like I feel like we yeah. learned so much and we definitely just want to take like just a, just a short little break and regroup and then come back with some new episodes. Plus, if yeah. you guys have any topic ideas, definitely send us a message on Instagram. We're going to be doing like spending this time off off of releasing new episodes but definitely doing some recording and brainstorming and planning so that season three can be even better than season two and season one yeah so we will be back with season three on January 18th 2022 it's so exciting to say season three like (gasps) this has been such a highlight of our current year and it's it's really fun to already be thinking about next year so Season two has been really fun, but season three might just be better. It's bound to be better. <laughs> so yeah, now would be also a great time in Apple Podcasts to make sure you're, you're subscribed to our podcast. So then January 18th, you'll just see our episode season three pop up. You'll, you know, be good to go. So you won't have to mark your calendars for that date. Otherwise I know we'll be on Instagram making sure everyone's aware that we'll be back with new episodes then. All right. But before we go, I guess <laughs> I know. we do have one last order of business. Of course. So we have to give you our goals update for the month of December here. We are recording. We're about halfway through December, maybe a little longer than halfway. Um, <laughs> And I guess you'll be in the dark to see how we ended December until January 18th. But we'll be sure to update you with how the month ended then. But for right now, how is December going, Maddie? So my goal for December was $1,000 in gross sales. And last week, I was only at $250. Like, it was not looking good. This week, I'm at $400. Still not, like, totally on pace. But I'm feeling better than last week. Like you were saying, sales have kind of been creeping back up. People have been shopping again this past week. So that's always great to see. I thought it was so funny on your um, shop with Maddie27 Instagram, how you posted like my sales between December (laughs) 1st through (laughs) whatever date. Yeah. Yeah. I posted on my Instagram. So December like 1st through 16th, I only sold seven items and then The 17th, I sold six items in one day and I was just like floored. I instantly had them all like ready to go being packaged. And then I shipped them out like same day. I was so excited. I took some pictures with the packages, just the boost I needed to keep going with it. It's always fun to have one of those days that like sales day. Yeah. Just like reminds you like, oh, it's so fun to be a reseller. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. So that was really fun. I'm feeling, I'm, you know, I'm going to be optimistic. I think I can still do the $1,000. I say I it all so the too. time that I can still make it. And, you know, sometimes I do, sometimes I don't. But I have a lot of good inventory right now. Like, I, I feel like I just got to keep, you know, doing what I'm doing, keep prepping, getting all the items up before Christmas, and then I'm going to make it. <laughs> you your need, really, if you think about it, one or two more of those really big sales days, and you're basically there, so... Right. Yeah, definitely. My non-monetary goal is to do some reshoot days of, you know, some modeling pictures or just actually taking the time to like steam items, make them look their best for the items in my closet that have been sitting around or that I decided to photograph at night because I was so excited that the the pictures look terrible. Six months later, they're still here. So I did one of these early in the month of a reshoot day. I haven't gotten around to doing any more. That's definitely on my list for when I get back from Christmas. I'm not going to lie. It's probably not going to happen before before we leave. But I feel like I'll for sure be able to get one more of those sessions in to help make yeah. those items look their best. So Start off 2022 with a whole new look yes definitely <laughs> how about you how are your goals going like we said the sales turned around a lot this week compared to the week prior so for the month now i'm at two thousand four hundred twenty seven dollars which my goal is five thousand so i'm about like halfway to that and you know okay. a little more than half done so it's still possible but i don't know with christmas with people being busy with me being also gone Um, I don't know that it's kind of looking to me again, like I'm going to hit about the $4,000 mark, kind of just looking at what my sales have been like daily and where I'm projecting right now. And I think that kind of goes to show that in order to hit the next level, I need to get my active (laughs) listings to 600. And again, I think maybe it was biting off a little more than I can shoot being a busier month, being at the holidays and having family coming to see me here and then you know i'll be up visiting family for like a week you know it's not really the best month to try to reinvent the wheel and get up there even though i (laughs) wanted it to be so my tail's between my legs a little bit stop Uh, it's getting sad yeah (laughs) yeah well it's a good thing though because it's showing again it's like okay when i have about 500 active listings i make about four thousand dollars with my like average sales price yeah, and again, that's what it's looking like. It's gonna be my my non monetary goal was to get up to six hundred this month and really start moving that needle more towards five thousand. Yeah. But with the listing this last week, I just didn't hit the mark, and now I'm back at five hundred thirteen listings, and I'm looking like four thousand dollars again. So. <laughs> because you had like a really good sales week too, <laughs> so yeah. the listing numbers. But yeah, but also your sales number is like way up from last week. Yeah, you know it is showing yeah. that shoppers kind of were back this week. Yeah, and I if every week was like this last week, then I think I would make five thousand because I think I made like mm, yeah thirteen hundred or something in the last time since we recorded last week, which is good. And that goes to show that it did kind of work with my listing goal because the. Week before my good sales week is the week that I was really consistent with doing like fifteen new items like every day. That's always the, the case. Items. <laughs> and then now I'm having a really good sales week. And then so it's like if I do it, it would work, but I didn't account for the shop Taylor J PTO plan in is- December. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So, you put in that PTO request pretty late. <laughs> put in that PTO request pretty late and got accepted, Who but they're going to move it? some things around in order to accommodate. <laughs> um, my, that's like when we talked about the prepping for this next week, I got to be really diligent and like really intentional before I leave on Friday of getting like I need to grind it out this week and get. Yeah, I'm less focused on getting up to 600, but I want to get a good amount of listings live and have like a plan for next week, just so I don't, I I don't want to have like two weeks in a row here where I don't list consistently during the month and then have like two weeks in a row where my sales are lagging because of it. So I at least want to just pick up the baton and finish as strong as I can, even if I don't hit those two goals. Makes sense. And then I'll be just thanking myself later in 2022 when I'm at least not just letting you get further that's, away from me. That's how it goes with all of this stuff, like Mercari cross-listing. It's like if you do a bunch of cross-listing one week, you'll see the benefits like yeah. the next couple weeks, and then you're enjoying it, and then you're not cross-listing, and then you don't make any sales for a while again. It's like, Yeah. Oh, it's just yeah. being consistent with, yeah, everything. It's hard. Yeah. I think I listed still like 30 or 40 items last week. Oh, wow. That's so and I did do some cross-listing, too. That was one thing. Like, yes. at night, I would, like, just get on my computer and do a little bit of cross-listing over to Mercari. And then I did make that Depop sale that I told you guys about. <laughs> so I was like, maybe I should get over on Depop with some of these vintage bins items. So I did do that, too. Oh, nice. Um, it wasn't like I totally took the week off, like I said. But I, with the sourcing, I didn't have a ton of, besides the stuff that I already had in right. list, like, in-house. I didn't do as good of a job with, like, thrifting last week. Yeah. And- But I'm still feeling good about it overall. Like, we figured out the Buffalo Exchange stuff this month. That's going to be game-changer forever now. And I did go to the bins a lot early in the month. So it's like even – I'm glad that I had the flexibility to spend time with family and have fun and still have a really good sales week this week. And now it's just gearing up for my next vacation request next week. (laughs) (laughs) Love it. But this week I'm on the schedule, baby. So (laughs) – clock in clock in work at ot awesome well yeah you'll just have to wait with bated breath until our next episode in season three coming out january 18th to find out how 2021 ended up we'll definitely be discussing too, like Just overall thoughts on 2021 and goals for 2022 as well. We are really good about setting the monthly goals and having a few of those each month, but it'll be fun to take a step back, look at how the year went and see what we want to, where we want to be this time next year. It's very exciting. Totally. I like was looking at even just with the closet insights. It's just so fun to look at your own analytics now with all like the yeah. bar graphs and like comparing things to last month or looking at your whole year as a whole. And one thing that like, that's why I, I don't want to be too hard on myself with the, with the hitting 5,000 this month, you know, oh, yeah. I'm really proud of being able to hit 4,000 a month for like the last couple months straight, because it's like, I was looking back at like June and July and May, and it's like my highest month was like twenty two hundred. So to basically be doing twice that, like six months later, it's like, oh, that makes me really excited for twenty twenty two. Of okay, six months from now, we can figure this out. You know, definitely. So yeah, we have a lot of exciting stuff. We're just still scratching the surface of our reselling journey sharing our tips and tricks along the way as the theme song says yeah are we gonna have to change the theme song about how we're just beginning our reselling i know i was thinking about that too because we've been almost recording two years yeah i mean i'm only at four hundred dollars for the month so maybe (laughs) (laughs) speak for yourself no 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 yeah maybe we'll be back with a new theme song you know we'll see we'll see what we come up with otherwise nice. another great way to keep up with us we're gonna still try to be posting on our instagram yes. sisters who posh especially these next few weeks while we aren't uh recording and editing as much we will try to be more active on instagram so we can stay in touch maybe we'll even give you as a sneak preview where we ended december over there who knows you want to make sure you follow so you don't Great idea. you can be up to date definitely If you enjoyed this episode, please feel free to tell your friends you're listening to Sister Sue Posh, share a screenshot of this episode to your Instagram, or leave us a five star review on Apple Podcasts. We absolutely love to read those and it helps us grow our podcasts and find new listeners. Definitely. I feel like it's always a topic when you're getting together with people. A great thing to bring up is just like books, new podcasts. What podcasts are you guys listening to? Like what are you watching on Netflix? So Definitely share, especially if they... That's what the, you think they'd be into reselling. Yeah, for sure. Also, if you have a listener win, Q&A, or really anything you'd like us to discuss in season three, feel free to reach out to us at sistersuposh at gmail.com, or you can message us on Instagram at posh. Yes, any ideas or feedback, definitely let us know for season three. We want to up our game, keep keep giving topics that people are interested in, you know. So let us know. Yeah, we'll be back in three short weeks. It's, it's going to fly by. It's not that long. Be back oh, soon. Oh, yeah, for sure. Last time, between season one and season two? <laughs> it was like six months. <laughs> We're not doing that this time, people. We're going to be back in a flash. Definitely. <laughs> awesome well it has been a great season two of sisters who posh it has been a true wait oh sorry i know we're trying to wrap it up but i have one more question what what was your favorite episode from season two? Oh, that is a great question <laughs> i gotta like go and look yeah i don't have oh actually i know undead items was just too funny like sick of it all <laughs> all of our halloween ones for me were so funny <laughs> Oh my gosh! Yeah, I love the. Are um, reacting to our first step or our early episodes? Oh, that yes. was so funny to me too. Yeah, I I think my go-to favorite. I mean, you already know what I'm gonna say. What? Oh, girl boss. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, if it it's not even t- my favorite, but it's just like my favorite inside joke of no one listening to it. Yeah. <laughs> So if you miss us in the meantime, there's probably one episode you haven't heard yet that you've skipped on over. (laughs) It was probably the Girl Boss episode, but honestly fun episode to listen to. Yeah, this is perfect homework assignment for the listeners. While we're gone, tune in to Girl Boss on Netflix, watch the series, listen to our recap. (laughs) Yes. And let us know your thoughts on the show. Yes. Wow, I love that idea. Well, we will be back with season three on January 18th. We cannot wait to talk to you then. Otherwise, love you, Tay. Love you, too. Talk to you soon. Bye.